eyes Butler. Butler turns, fires. It's good as the shot clock expires. Jimmy Butler, and it's a six-point lead. What's up, what's up, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Hoops and Cards. Great to be with you as we are uh, in the midst of an incredible NBA playoffs run. And today, card collectors, investors, basketball cards, you guys, I am right there with you. Like, I'm excited and thrilled at some of the big moments. Can't tear myself away from watching some of these games and incredible series that we have before us. As painful as they are for some of us, I, mean, I want to spend today's episode with you a basketball card 101 welcome to hoops and cards uh i would love to talk with you today if you are a beginner new to the hobby new to this basketball card thing we're being bombarded with news about the nba everything from lebron james making a basket to send a game to overtime to knock off the memphis grizzlies at least in game what four the other night, like there, there were some incredible plays happening lately. Trey Young, I don't know if you saw him last night, or other guys like Rui Hachimura stepping up and Jalen Brunson. Guys, as a basketball fan, I totally love what I'm seeing from the league. If you're watching on our YouTube channel, like my hair comes in and out of the picture, and it's a, it's an absolute, I don't know. Uh, it's just like a choose your own adventure hairstyle today, but that's what we got for you. A basketball card 101 episode to talk about the NBA playoffs, how to react, how to respond, some things to enjoy and appreciate and say, yeah, yeah, but maybe not to buy, maybe not to spend your hard earned cash or your smart cash. Maybe you're saying, I, I want to get in and buy cards that I like, but I don't want to pay middle of April prices in the playoff run. I, I want to wait till later. So a lot of our listeners you guys are basketball fans. You love the NBA. You are card collectors. Some of you have been doing this for 20 years or more. Others, you just got started. In fact, I want to read an email that I got from one of our listeners. Let me see if I can find it here. Uh, it was it was awesome. Super encouragement to me. So great that I can't even find it right now. Thanks a lot for sharing that, Gary. Ah, yeah, it's from Tyson Lee. Tyson Lee, one of our listeners from the state of Washington, the Pacific Northwest. Here he goes. He says, hey, Gary, I freaking love the show, my guy. My best friend and I from middle school just reconnected and went through our old cards from childhood. Since then, we've been listening to your podcast, and you've inspired us to build a small business around cards that is less for money and more for growing our collections. Great idea, Ty. Great idea. He says, I miss Tyrese Maxey and everything I opened but I'd love to meet you sometime, and I've been inside sports my entire life as a trainer on the collegiate level. Tyson, welcome to the party, pal. Thanks for joining the show, and uh, great job getting back into this, even uh, connecting with one of your best buds and doing a business out of it. Love, love, love hearing it. I love hearing from all of you listeners, friends. Uh, some of you guys are content creators as well. You've started podcasts or you're doing a podcast. Uh, I got contacted this week on Instagram at Hoops and Cards by one of you that is launching a platform similar to Hoops and Cards. Want to talk about the NBA? Want to share your wins and losses in buying and selling cards? So I always love hearing from you guys. Please, please, please. In fact, I mailed out some free cards yesterday to some of our listeners. Please message me at Hoops and Cards on Insta 
or comment on the YouTube channel and say, send me some free cards, fella. Send me some free Maxi Garland, Jaron Jackson, whatever it is, I will send it to you. And uh, it's just to, to share the love. Like this is a hobby. This should be fun. And uh, so today, Basketball Cards 101, some of you that are brand new to this whole world or you would like a primer, a couple of things for you. Number one, uh, welcome. We're so glad you're here. We need you. This is fun. There are friends to be made, a lot to learn and an adventure for a collection that that reflects who you are and how you love basketball. Like, so glad you're here. It's a great time to jump in. To jump in? It's a great time to chomp in. Nom, nom, nom. Get in on the hobby. Lots of great products and cards of superstars are very affordable right now. And uh, this is this is as good a time as any, I would say, for you to get in, learn, spend, invest, collect, display, hang out, go to the national, go to a card show, go to the nationals in Chicago. Late July, I'm planning on being there. It'd be great to do a hoops and cards meetup. If you know what I'm saying, the meetup, maybe at Giordano's for some of that deep dish Chicago style pizza. Uh, but yeah, we're glad you're here. This is a great time. Our basketball card 101 episodes, we were doing them like every couple of weeks for quite a while. This is a podcast that's a little over two years old. We were doing back to back to the future. We were doing basketball card 101 episodes uh, frequently on things like what are the different types of brands of cards? How do I get started? How do I buy and sell cards online? What's the connection between a player's performance on the court and the value of his cards? How do I take care of cards? What's it like when a new card releases? Guys, a lot of us have been talking about or posting or chasing the Prism Basketball Monopoly cards. They're hot, and everybody seems to have an opinion on them. And like a lot of brand new, like the first set or the first version of any collectible, there's this curiosity, like, is this just another fad? Is this just a money grab? Yes. But is it something that's going to last and will they reissue, you know, future versions with Hall of Fame players that you can buy their cards and next year's rookies and improvements on players and, and blah, blah, blah. Like maybe, I don't know. I did find the last retail box of Prism Monopoly in maybe within 100 miles of where I'm sitting right now. I don't know. But I'm like, you know, screw it. I'm just going to buy a box, try it, check them out, see what they're about. And uh, yes, they're cool looking, but what are the odds that I would get the box whereas you open the um, extra prism packs of cards? Everybody gets a starter pack with a Paolo Bancaro and I think Giannis and Luca and a couple other great players in it. But then you get two prism packs and mine happen to have, you know, a few regular base cards. I did get a base LeBron, which is sweet. I'm a LeBron James fan uh, for life pretty much. Here in Akron, Ohio. So the podcast from Akron, we got to represent, got to be true to the school. And uh, yeah, what was I going to say next? Oh yeah, at, at the end of each of these prism packs in the Monopoly game box, you get a unique parallel or a unique, a unique silver card. We got the black icon edition Tyrese Max. Like, what are the word, what are the odds that I would get Tyrese Maxi? He is one of my favorite players, one of my favorite people in the NBA. And uh, so I, I just had fun with it. Actually, in the second pack, got a Tyler Hero, 
black icon edition that that sold the next day on eBay for 10 bucks. Maybe I could have held out for 13 bucks, but I was just like, you know what? No, it's Tyler Hero. He's injured. We're going into the offseason. Bye, Tyler. Bye-bye. Even though the Miami Heat, we're not saying bye-bye to them. Today, I want to talk to you about uh, the playoffs as a big priority in the card market. And I don't know about you, but I enjoy listening to other podcasts about the NBA. I listen to The Athletic, listen to Brian Windhorst. I listen to a couple of uh, just NBA daily so I can hear all the tea, all the news, all the what did Dylan Brooks do lately and why is he such a tool? I don't know, but he's a good player and uh, that needs to be said. He's a frustrating player to go against and at the same time, dude um, is being put in his place by the Lakers and uh, 3-1 lead. So Memphis two seed is in trouble. Milwaukee, one seed is in trouble. Cavaliers, four seed is in trouble. Uh, a lot of, man, teams that are just rising up in these in these playoffs in the first round that I don't know if anybody expected. So uh, let's talk for a minute about playoffs. If you're new to the hobby, this is a super exciting time to buy cards, to watch the rise and fall of card values, to see people get excited about a player and man, De'Aaron Fox. A lot of people talking about De'Aaron Fox at the card show here in town a couple days ago. I get it. I get it. He has had four incredible games against Steph Curry. Sacramento tied in the series 2-2. They have the home court advantage. They could like theoretically beat the Golden State Warriors and signal a little bit of the uh, changing of the guard, if you will. But I think Golden State's going to say, a la Lee Corso, not so fast, my friend. Not going to happen. I think Golden State still pulls it out. But De'Aaron Fox's card market has been uh, up and to the right for the last month, and that's great. We see these incredible moments in the playoffs that inspire us to buy players, cards, Jimmy Butler, 56 points. What are we doing? Trey Young. Ice Trey in his veins, nailing threes, keeping that Boston series alive somehow. Atlanta's still got something to prove, and it goes back to the ATL for game six. Big moments. Sometimes it is that player that you didn't realize and that the card market had basically uh, bargain basement values for a Rui Hachimura PSA 10 or an Austin Reeves or even Jaron Jackson Jr., even some of the big-name players, Russell Westbrook, their values were way, way down, and then they have a performance on a national stage or a global stage like the playoffs, and people start buying. And uh, if you want to track with me on this, you're paying attention to the NBA playoffs, and some player has a huge night. Malik Monk drops 34 tomorrow night or whatever. Like, go on eBay.com and search... Go through your filter and search for sold listings, completed listings, refresh it, and see how many Malik Monks sold during and after that game. If the answer is a lot, then you're seeing a card market move, move up. Now, a lot of these players right now, I'm saying uh, if I have those cards, I want to list them on eBay for a price I'm willing to take and see if they sell. I'm doing that with a number of guys. We'll get into a few of those names here in a minute. But to capitalize on those big moments, you might be pulled to buy a Malik Monk 
or to buy that Austin Reeves or to buy that Desmond Bain when you see him drop, what, 40 against the Lakers, even in a losing cause. You're seeing, look at what these guys can do, right? Look at what Jimmy is capable of on the big stage again and saying, man, I'm drawn to buying that card. And if you have to buy that card, one of the great things, you beginners, is there are so many different cards to buy. There's so many different platforms to look at. You can offer on eBay and maybe someone will accept your lower offer. There are deals to be had on every player. And at the same time, if you're like, you know what? I'm going to collect, but I also want to think like an investor. Does a good investment buy when things are up and popular and hot? Or does a good investor wait? Wait, make a mental note of those things that are popular and hot. And why are they popular and hot? Because that player who's probably in his first three or four years of his career, like people like to buy the new thing, the rookie, the rising star, the the next greatest thing going into this past NBA season, everybody was totally thrilled with Anthony Edwards and Ja Morant and talking about their legacy, LaMelo Ball, right? And to be fair, those players and their cards had ups and downs this season. But LaMelo Ball, not in the playoffs at all. Neither is Cade. You've got, um, shoot, who was I just talking about? Anthony Edwards, done like swept he had some awesome game three and game four and hey uh he's accomplished and scored a lot more in his young career at this point in the playoffs than even michael jordan did so i know that's not popular to tell matt damon or ben affleck but but anthony edwards has huge upside he's just out of the playoffs and john morant might be out of the playoffs later tonight if you know what i'm talking about so there are some opportunities to buy at better prices discount prices if you you know if you're open to waiting a couple months if you're open to waiting till august september october and uh, so we've got incredible moments in the playoffs that might be you got to just go buy you make a deal they might be you're selling and you're taking a profit they might be that you're making a note on what you want to buy in the future and what you don't want to buy in the future you're also seeing some guys make new moments that's why i get back to deer and fox that's why I want to watch Tyrese Maxey in this next playoff series, probably against Boston. Like these young players that are on the big stage for the first time and their team's counting on them to score a lot. Guys, the card market and fans, we love scorers. We love flashy headline ESPN highlights scorers. That's why John ja Morant cards were so popular for much of this season. But players that are doing it for the very first time time making big memories getting on that stage that's why demantis sabonis that's why if denver makes it to the finals you'll see a you'll see an uptick in jamal murray michael porter jr and the big joker nikola Jokic. right you're gonna see that happen Embiid if he makes the finals this is a brand new achievement it's a new moment but the other thing that's been um you know it happens but it's also sad about these have you seen all the injuries to large name players and their legacies just in the last three weeks? I've seen Anthony Davis go down and then get back up. I've seen John Morant go down, break his hand or something, or did something to his hand, but now he's back. I've seen Giannis get hurt. Huh. Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, Tyler Hero, a lot of the big name players 
Oh, my hand comes in and out of the video like that. This is great camera work. Ooh, the disappearing hand trick over here at Hoops and Cards. That's right, baby. It's not just the only, in fact, we're not the only basketball card podcast out there. We're just my favorite because I talk a lot on it. And because you guys, thank you for listening. We're going to get to uh, some things to do as a beginner or as an experienced collector during the playoffs. Uh, we've got several more rounds to go. I'll talk about some things to watch, but things to do as you 101 level. What do we do with the playoffs and what do we do with the off season? So after this break, we're going to talk about our shopping list and some next steps. Yes, we are. All right, everybody. So welcome back to Hoops and Cards. Guys, we're talking about the NBA playoffs. And uh, I got to tell you, as an NBA fan, it's been a, first of all, an excite. Like, I love watching the games this time of year. I love seeing teams rise to the occasion. And it almost doesn't matter who it is. It's fun to watch Trey Young hit a bunch of threes and score 14 points in a row in the fourth quarter. On the road, no less. It's fun to see what Jimmy Butler did, even though I'm, on the couch rooting for the Milwaukee Bucks. It's just, but I'll say this, when it's my team, the Cleveland Cavaliers are laying an egg on the biggest possible stage. And I don't know what happened to Donovan Mitchell on Sunday, but I think the uh, the Knicks are deeper, tougher, better, more talented, and they have Jalen Brunson and the Cavs don't. But other than that, it's an even st- <laughs> Um I love watching the playoffs and I believe a lot of us, you're watching, you're listening, you're part of the podcast, NBA basketball card collecting community. Like this is the time of the year we've been waiting for. And we've asked questions about, we've made predictions about, we've wondered, can the Lakers even make the playoffs? Well, now it looks like they could bounce Memphis in first, you know, the very first round. I thought, man, Memphis with Ja, Desmond, Jaron, Santi, Dylan, all those dudes they have uh, that they would at least, right, be ready to, the West is going to be no problem, Ja says, and uh, well, oops. Uh, I think Memphis is going to have an interesting offseason no matter what happens, but uh, if if uh, you're looking at card investments and you're watching the playoffs, there are a couple things to note and to watch for in these next three to four weeks. Some players will be adding to their legacies. Will Jason Tatum, will Nikola Jokic, will Joel Embiid have a finals run that adds to their legacy? Will LeBron James or Steph Curry get back to the finals again and possibly add another ring to their chest of jewelry? I don't know. I do think some of those players uh, will add to their legacies and will solidify the value of their cards. Now, some of them may not increase beyond where they've been before. And maybe you're not counting on that. Maybe you're just like, look, I want to count on or invest in or buy cards of a player that's building a hall of fame resume. And the cards may be worth a lot at some point in the future, but I don't really care. Like I want to collect goats. I want to collect the best players. And that's fair. You can do that. And the playoffs remind us of that. I think on the flip side, when it comes to the goat conversation, These playoffs have been a disappointment so far if you like Giannis, 
Uh, if you like Kawhi Leonard, if you like Russell Westbrook, even though he's stepped up, <clears throat> excuse me, and done more than people have expected him to do of late, but some guys just are not able to add to their legacy this year. That's me saying 3-1 lead might as well be 4-1, might as well be 4-2 for all I care. I don't see any of these teams coming back from a 3-1 deficit right now. I don't see the Cavs somehow, you know, um, manning up and knocking off the Knicks. I don't. The Knicks are too deep. There are too many Josh Hart, Mitchell Robinson, Obi Toppin, Emmanuel Quickly, Quentin Grimes. They are just too deep. And the Cavs have four and a half players that can step up at this time of year. And maybe they sacrificed too much depth in the Donovan Mitchell trade. Too early to tell. Uh, they did overachieve by getting into the four seed. But come on. Uh, play with some backbone, some heart, at least tonight in game five. Uh, Darius, Donovan, Evan, Jared, Karras, we need you guys to step up. This looks bad. Some of these 3-1 deficits, in my mind, it's already over. It's already over for the Grizzlies. It's already over for, who's the other team? Gosh, Milwaukee. All right, so let me talk about cards. This could be a time for you. To if, if you're into the everyday thing, to make money on flipping cards. That may mean you already have a rookie card or a nice card of a player who's going to have one awesome game. It may be the Rui Hachimura explodes game. A couple years ago was the Terrence Mann in the playoffs or Grant Williams for Boston. You have any players like that that could contribute on the bigger stage? Quentin Grimes is going to start. Is that right? Is Grimes starting or is it somebody else starting? I'm saying there are guys that aren't necessarily the superstar But if they have a big night, the card market takes notice and you'll wish you had capitalized on it and sold today or sold next week, especially in the conference finals and the finals. Once a team makes it there, will there be buyers looking around saying, I need to find a rookie of Joel Embiid? Well, yeah, he's obvious. Or I need to find a rookie of DeAnthony Melton and Tyrese Maxey. I need to find a rookie card somehow of... Think of the Denver Nuggets and their supporting cast. Some good players with young talent and great careers ahead of them. Jamal Murray, Michael Porter Jr., those two. In fact, there are a lot of dealers. There are a lot of bad, the sports card people out there that don't realize, they don't follow the NBA throughout the season. So they're probably really surprised that the Knicks are playing well. They're really surprised when Michael Jr. has more than 20 points in a game. Well, those things have been happening all season. Some of them happened last season. By the way, if the Knicks advanced... When the Knicks advance, Emmanuel quickly, my dude is going to have some big games against the Celtics. It's just going to happen. So you might say, I I want to be in on the day-to-day. I want to buy and sell and flip. And there are some opportunities to do that. Playoff shopping. Some guys I could see having big moments coming up. I wrote down five names. Actually, I wrote down 11 names. I'm just going to give you all 11 here. So this is like a basketball cards 101, how to get in on a playoff jump or a playoff increase in a player's value. And to be fair, some of these players are already going up, right? Some of them were already mentioned by sports card investor in a podcast like yesterday or a YouTube video two days ago. Great job, guys. These are going to continue to, these players at least, are going to continue to perform well. And uh, they're not really a secret right now. So I wrote down Jalen Brunson. Jimmy Butler, Tyrese Maxey, LeBron James, Joel Embiid, 
And then there's this, what do you do with Boston and Atlanta, this whole series? What do you do? Trey Young, right? Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum. There's also, what do you do with the Warriors and the, and the Kings? The Kangs, John. De'Aaron Fox, DeMantis Sabonis, Keegan Murray, Steph Curry, Jordan Poole, Clay Thompson. I think you just, well, here, I'll just, like, when I get to this part of the conversation, I often just tell you what I'm doing. I'm not really buying much of any of these players. Part of it's because I'm past that. I already have bought a lot of the guys I want in the NBA. And so, uh, you know, if there are guys I bought like on a hunch that maybe they'll be awesome, maybe they'll reach that next level, maybe their teams will go further in the playoffs and their card values might rise, blah, blah, blah. If I bought those guys already, I might list them for sale. I think I've said that. Uh, if I bought them and I see a good long-term upside for them, think Jaron Jackson Jr. Think in my case, Tyrese Maxey or Darius Garland. Um, some of them I might sell. Some of them I might hold on to. Some of them I might be like, okay, uh, that player truly is, or that team truly is what I thought they'd be, what I'd hoped they'd be. What I see in a, a player that I want to watch or a team I want to invest in, I make notes that I'll use in the offseason. You don't have to buy and sell right now when the moment's you know new for everybody. But you do want to be aware of how that all works because there could be some future money-making and, and uh, superstar buying opportunities for you in that process. So the playoff shopping list, you know, I mentioned Brunson. I think I think he, even though Julius Randle did have a, a third team all NBA kind of season, I think Jalen Brunson, it's his team and it's his team moving forward. And it's, it's Jalen Brunson that will make the difference if the Knicks get past the Celtics. I think they have a lot of depth and a lot of players that will give the Celtics a problem. But I also think the Celtics are bigger and more physical and deeper than the Cavaliers. They're going to give the Knicks more than enough. So that that series could go seven. But Jalen Brunson is a superstar, friends. And he's not just like the sidekick that, that Dallas let go. It, he is a superstar. He's, he is capable of getting 40 any given night. If he averages 32 against the Celtics in a seven-game series that the Knicks win, you will say, man, I wish I had bought some Brunson two weeks ago or eight days ago when Hoops and Cards was talking about it. You're right. Jalen Brunson, like De'Aaron Fox, on the way up. Like, I don't know if there's anybody else in the same class as those two guys. Jimmy Butler, now he might be the best player in the playoffs so far, but some reason his card market never really even when Miami won or went to the finals with him, like never really fully embraced what Jimmy Butler is, is one of the best, most clutch, toughest, most gifted, passionate leaders, fun to watch players in the NBA. He is just the man and 56, 57 points. It's probably like, why does he have to prove it again and again and again? I, I don't know. I don't know. There is something about, being to the mountain and not winning that ring in the past that I think haunts him. Um, and that he's often played the villain and been on teams like Chicago or Philly or Minnesota or now Miami, where he's the guy that nobody expected. And he's going up against like 
our super icon heroes like LeBron or Giannis or whatever that we don't, I don't know, right? There's the human element to all this. I do want to get to, there's some players that I think have had either playoff disappointments or they've had good playoff performances, just their teams got knocked out. And I'm like, man, I want to buy into that player's cards in the off season. So I'm making some notes about guys that I'm like, man, in three, four months. Oh, and I will talk about them moving forward and their specific card markets, but guys that had breakout years that continued into at least the play in, if not the playoff, they are further ahead than the other big name peers who didn't make the playoffs. So I'm not really going to talk for here about Zion, LaMelo, Cade. Like when we talk about the next future stars, I don't really want, this is me just trying to be smart with my money, right? I don't really want a lot of cards of guys who, you know, they, not only did they not make the playoffs this year, I don't see them in the playoffs next year or the year after that or the year after that. I love you, Charlotte. I love you, Detroit. I just don't see it happening anytime soon. Now, Oklahoma City took a step forward and Shea Gilgis-Alexander took a huge step forward, not just in performance and gameplay, but in the way people think and invest about him. Shea Gilgis-Alexander might be at the top of my offseason buying list. I shouldn't tell you that because I want the deals. I shouldn't tell you that that what Mikel Bridges has done in the last three months for the Brooklyn Nets isn't a one-hit wonder. It isn't a flash in the pan. And the Nets somehow emerged from that, quote, super team that never was. Air quotes, right? They, now they've emerged. They've got a young team with a great, exciting, young core of players that are all pretty humble, hardworking. Cam Johnson, Dorian Finney-Smith, Spencer Dinwiddie, Mikel Bridges, Nick Claxton, Joe Harris. They've got some dudes. Cameron Thomas can drop 40 on you. Don't believe me? Go take him to a court. Your local YMCA, take him to the three-on-three tournament. Cam Thomas, 50. The other team, zero or even negative six. I don't know. But the Nets have talent, and Mikel Bridges is a dude worth investing in. His card values are lower than they should be, but they're going to be much cheaper in September. Sorry, I'm talking like choppy. Like a uh, robot. Mikael Bridges, Shea Gilgis-Alexander. Let me talk about Anthony Edwards. So Minnesota's out. And they're going to blow some stuff up. If I was Minnesota, I'd get rid of Rudy. I'd get rid of Carl Towns. And I'd be like, look, um, the days in the NBA, the days of slow, like, we think they're athletic. We think they're durable, big men. But they're not. They're not. Like, Look at what the teams that are advancing have. They've got the, the athletic, defensive-minded big, Jaron Jackson Jr., Anthony Davis. I mean, even, even just guys that will crash the boards, like Kevon Looney, you know. What good is having two of these players that slow down an offense, Towns and Gobert, and what good is it, man, Jaden McDaniels, dude, punching a wall and then he's out for the series? That did not help at all. But what we can say about Minnesota and what we could say about Anthony Edwards is he's still so young and he can score and he's got fire in him. And that dude will not settle for a quiet offseason in Minnesota. He should be like, look, if you guys want to keep me, if you guys want me in an extension contract, like, you got to shake stuff up, man. Rebuild the team around Anthony Edwards. Don't say, well, we had Cat. We've added a piece here. We added a piece here. Got Mike Conley here. Like, you just got bounced. <laughs> you got swept by the Nuggets. 
And you might still have the most explosive scorer in that series in Anthony Edwards. So I like his, I like his overall legacy potential and what he's already done is it just meets, meets me with a resounding. Yes, that guy is the man, but you will want to wait till November to buy his cards or December. Fun to watch. Minnesota could be a playoff team again, but they need some change, but it doesn't involve Ant. He's the man. Uh, And at the same time, after saying all that, is he a short term, like in the next 12 months that you could make money on? I don't think so. I mean, is he getting traded to Portland? Is he getting traded to Dallas? Is he getting traded to Brooklyn? I don't, I don't see it. So I like him long term. And uh, he certainly performed well these last three games in the playoffs. The other guys I wrote down as postseason possibilities to buy would be at some low point in the offseason, I want to pick up a Giannis rookie, a nice graded Giannis rookie, because Milwaukee getting bounced early. This might be the one time in Giannis's prime years when they don't make it past the first round and when card values are kind of forgotten on him. And people are like, yeah, well, how many years is he going to go by without winning another championship? That All that's like legit, right? But he's still Giannis, and I'm still I'm still chasing him. The other two players are on Memphis. I'm calling you young, young dudes out. Why does Memphis play better when Ja is injured or out? Why do they have such a good winning record? I think it's because the rest of the team knows their role, and they're great at their role. Tyus Jones is an excellent backup point guard. He's a starter on most teams. Desmond Bain is one of the best shooters in the NBA. And what did he do like against um, the Lakers the other night? Do you have 38? Whatever. Like Desmond Bain is awesome, guys. He's a problem. He was the next name on my list. If Memphis gets bounced early, I'm considering the offseason a buying opportunity for Desmond Bain and a buying opportunity for Jaron Jackson Jr., JJJ. Love him as a player. Love his attitude, his hustle. Love that he started scoring a lot more in the last month. He's found his shot. It's like that... um, What's the movie with Will Smith and the golfer and Bagger Vance and some legend? You lost your swing, Jaron. Well, he found it. He got it back. He's got his three-point shot back. He can score. He's a three-level scorer. I like Jaron Jackson Jr. I like him a lot. But I don't like buying him now. I'm, I'm buying him in the offseason. In fact, I might even sell him now. Some of these cards of these guys right now, because it's NBA playoff season, everybody's thinking about it. I'll sell that card now. Or like, let me just use a dumb number. I'm selling a card for 50 bucks now if I know I can buy it for 30 in three months. Why wouldn't you do that? And use that other 20 bucks for something else like, uh, I don't know, burger and fries at Swenson's or put it into your retirement plan. I've been removing some of my card profits whenever I have them, putting them into growth stocks, like diversifying so that you're not just all in cards, but that's a little bit of a rabbit trail. What is my point? My point is some players you might see adding to their legacies and putting them on your buying list or selling while they're hot. Others you might say, hey, this playoffs, they underachieved, but I still believe in them long-term. And I know, I drank a lot of water. I know they have possibility and potential for an increasing, just a future championship contending, future scoring titles and all-star games future playoff wins. I like those guys. Shea Gilgis, Alexander, Mikel Bridges, Anthony Edwards, 
Desmond Bain, Giannis, and Jaron Jackson Jr. I almost added to that list a few guys who could get bounced today. Donovan Mitchell. Uh, yeah. We didn't really talk much about LeBron, but could the Lakers actually win the title this year that some of the toughest, most intimidating contenders are on the ropes or they got knocked out already? Like, what if Golden State gets knocked out by Sacramento? What if Milwaukee is done? What if the Celtics don't make it past Philly and all of a sudden Anthony Davis is healthy for four weeks in a row and Austin Reeves plays like Chris Mullen for another month? What happens if Rui Achimura keeps hitting threes and Jared Vanderbilt is crazy on the boards and um, they, they're, they're actually deep now all of a sudden with Lonnie Walker the fourth and Troy Brown and uh, Michael Beasley. Michael Beasley. The Beasley. Yeah, the Lakers could be doing it. But guys, if you have other 101 level questions, this was about kind of ha- how to handle these playoffs. Resist some of the fads that are out there, like the new cards, the rookies, even the high prices right now on Monopoly Prism cards and, um, you know, the Tops, McDonald's, All-American cards. All that stuff can wait for the offseason when are cheaper to buy. And maybe now's the time to scout out and say, what do I really like? What do I want? What things might retain value? Maybe it's an autograph card or a numbered limited edition card, but you have time. <laughs> don't, don't give in to the FOMO, okay? Enjoy it, but don't feel like, oh, I'm missing out. Oh, I got to buy now. Oh, he just look what he just did in the third quarter. I got to buy right now. I mean, sometimes, right? And have fun if that's the way you want to operate. Enjoy those moments. But other times I'm just here to say, I'm not buying as much right now. I'm selling a little bit. I'm scouting and making a watch list and a shopping list of priorities for the off season. I'm making podcasts. Love that you're listening. Guys, give us a shout out or email me at gary at hoopsandcards.com. Thanks again for listening and uh, share us with any of your friends who are into basketball cards. Tyson, thanks for the email and uh, love to hear from any of you that are listening around the world. Have an awesome week and uh, I want to say go Cavs. I'm a loyal fan. Go Cavs. But it's going to be tough. Oh, put one of those hash browns at the end. You know, like hash brown team Cobra Kai or something. And then send it to the internet. Um, but, you know, I poke bears. Um, I don't respect no one until they come and give me 40.